0: Welcome to Rebel Hearts, a podcast dedicated to women in the music industry and the challenges that they face. Each episode features songs by your new favorite band and where you can find them. Come on, the show is starting. I'll see you guys at the front. guys and welcome back to Rebel hearts this is episode 50 what <laughs> I I don't know how that happened um I <laughs> I've been thinking about all day what to say uh, when we sat down to record this um, Pat's obviously here as you heard his wooing next to me <laughs> Hi everybody I just... I thank you is really all I can say right now at this moment. It's it's been crazy. Um, the first episode was written on April first of twenty seventeen, and I remember every second of writing that episode. And I wrote it on a really crappy notepad app on my uh, my old MacBook, and it's just crazy that this became what it is. I remember sitting there to write that episode and I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I didn't know what I was going to say. I just remembered. I just wanted to talk about Paramore and (laughs) bully and how great that they both were and, um, really wanted to just take myself seriously, I guess. And I did want this to become something serious. And it was the first time in my life that I think that I've ever wanted either of those things. So, um, the fact that this has become what it is with over 20,000 listens, um, an interview with Aaron Weiss that sits at uh, sits on SoundCloud that I did. Um, There's a lot of huge accomplishments that I did in this year alone and it's just been really wild. I mean, the last time Pat sat next to me um, you hear in, I mean, you don't actually hear it, but um, the last episode that I put out with Pat, um, there's a point at the end of the episode where he's talking about Azalea banks and you hear my spirit crumble, um, and that is something that really sucks, but I'm mentioning it because um, I sit here today with Pat to my left, and things are super different than the last time he was here, and um, yeah, I just want you guys to know that just because you're in a really, really crappy place one day doesn't mean you're going to be in that crappy place forever, and yeah. I just, (laughs) I have a lot of feelings about doing 50 episodes because I didn't think that I was gonna make two episodes. I didn't even think that I was gonna make it past episode 10. Um, I remember being really, really defeated after one of my episodes went out and um, it sat at like five listens for like a week. And I just remember sobbing hysterically saying that I failed and that this wasn't gonna go anywhere and why was I doing this? And I'm just basically a failure. So, um, yeah, the fact that, um, I still have Pat next to me, I mean, he wasn't going anywhere anyway, let's be honest. (laughs) Um, I still have Pat next to me. Um, and I still get to do this because people still care about it. It's, um, it's, it's an honor and, um, yeah, and I don't take that for granted ever. And, um, thank you is all I have right now, but you guys know me. Um, I probably, (laughs) I, I do have something, but, um, Yeah, a long written statement from me will happen. So um, yeah, that's that's, that's the longest intro I think that I've ever done on anything. But anyway, enough about me being sentimental. We do have a purpose here today. (laughs) And it got derailed slightly and I'm so upset. Ariana Grande, who is queen of the world, she put out the most iconic music video on the planet. Thank you, next.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> um, welcome. It's just you know, it, it <laughs> well, <laughs> well, first of all, um, this, yeah, I'm sure everyone realized how like this song kind of took off, even honestly, climbed the charts more faster than any song i think she's probably ever released right she broke the record yeah um,
0: on youtube for how many views that this got in 24 hours
1: yeah well it was i mean even before the video like the song was like a surprise drop on a thursday night it got tuesday i
0: i don't know what the numbers are um but it dominated the chart it's still dominating the charts i think it was like her first i think she said it was her first number one Which doesn't make any sense because I feel like she has had number ones before.
1: Yeah, she has. But
0: it was put it this way, it was pretty
1: ridiculous. It was pretty surprising. I mean, I remember I was just sitting out somewhere and like I was just on my phone and like I follow I follow Ariana on Instagram and I saw something. She's like, New song like eight PM tonight and I was like, What? Oh my god That was everybody. Yeah, like didn't she just drop that album, like sweet and low or something? Um but then I yeah, like got in the car like me and my th- two other my friends like we all just like sat there and played it and I was like oh, fuck this is good <laughs> this is so good <laughs> this is so good um yeah and I, i'm I honestly love this song. yeah like this this song like really came right out of the blue i
0: rem- i was i was in north carolina actually when this song was even being talked about and i remember i was with uh, my friend chad And we were in his kitchen And he just goes Oh, I think Ariana Grande Is dropping a new song And I'm like, what?
1: that's what everyone Like, it was just like Oh, she's dropping something
0: Really? But Sweetener
1: literally just came out A month ago Like, two months ago
0: Yeah, Yeah, it came out in August And, um Well, the funny part about The timing of Thank You Next Was, um Apparently Pete Davidson Either had just Did something with SNL Or he was about to do Something related to her
1: Well, here's Here's what I think (laughs) So, (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah. Well, all right. So there was a, there, you know, obviously Pete Davidson is a returning member on SNL He's part of the cast. So he's going to be there. You're going to see him every week. And obviously there was so much pressure on him to say something the week after they split, or maybe like the two weeks after they split. But when he finally did, he, you know, he's a comedian. He works on a comedy show. They made a joke out of it. Not like a ma- nasty joke or anything, but it was a joke. And, like, Ariana didn't really um, take that very well. I <laughs> so went on Twitter it was like, funny how, like, you didn't want to be relevant, but as soon as, like, we break up now, like, you're using my name for relevancy. And then she, like, th- and then she like followed up with a tweet that said, thank, thank you, next. next. And, like, everyone was like, ooh, like, she did that. And then, but then everyone was like, oh, shit, like, this is also the name of her next single. <laughs> She's so damn clever.
0: Yeah, so I remember that something did spark it, and everybody was like, oh, she snapped. And then uh, he didn't end up um, saying anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, real quick, he was like, oh, I have nothing but respect for her. I love her. She's well, great.
1: The thing is, like, listen, is Pete Davidson the most eligible bachelor? Hell no. He is ugly as hell. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I don't think he's, like, a bad person. And I think a lot of people expected him to, like, be, like, this terrible person, you know? Like... <laughs> I'm sorry he is like very ugly (laughs) (laughs) I hope uh, is he listening
0: (laughs) Pete Davidson ever listens and that's going to be my legacy
1: (laughs) but yeah I think people are like really expecting him to be like you know, like say something along the lines of like, sh- you know, she's heartless or like she ruined me. And like he was just like, you know, it happened. We broke up. <laughs> everyone- I still have a
0: monster dick. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my
1: God. Well, yet to be proven. So <laughs> um, why
0: would Ariana Grande lie about that?
1: Why would Ariana Grande be with someone who doesn't have a monster? <laughs> Listen, the girl has a history. <laughs> um,
0: I love and support everything that she does. If you want to go after someone with a monster dick, please do. No, honestly,
1: like, why would you settle for anything less? (laughs) Um, She's Billboard's Woman of the Year. We have the same. (laughs) We have the same taste in men. (laughs) (laughs) um, Anyway. (laughs) So thank you. Next. So uh, yeah, should we talk about the video for a little?
0: Yes, we have to talk about the video because that's the whole, the whole purpose of me. Uh, having this idea to come off of hiatus yes hi remember how i said i was on hi- hiatus like a week ago um i had broken hiatus to do an episode mostly about ariana grande thank you ari thank you for being queen of the universe and bringing me out of a uh, brief hiatus anyway
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's been it's been
0: good and it, listen my hiatus is going a lot less chaotic than all of the people in my life's hiatuses are going yes that was a public call out <laughs>
1: oh, oh my god it
0: wasn't that mean people don't know what i'm talking
1: about oh <laughs> oh, the shade i didn't realize we were having tea <laughs> <laughs>
0: i am having iced coffee for the second time in the, in the next in the last like four hours um i can hardly function anyway back to what i was saying before the tea um so I was on Twitter, like I am 24-7, and there is an article that was written that caught everybody's attention. It was, a uh, trans misogyny, heterosexual pride, and blackface. Ariana Grande's thank you next video, surprisingly anti-queer.
1: Yeah, this is coming from, um, kind of, I wouldn't say al- alternative, but just, like, not well-known LGBT, like, publication. So...
0: Yeah, it's a it's a grinder funded. <laughs> it's a grinder po-
1: funded magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: which I didn't know that until I looked up this article. Yeah. So, um, so that headline alone was met with a lot of criticism. Like, just to put this into perspective, there is three thousand and eight hundred comments, but only three thousand three hundred likes. Mm. And well, th- I don't know why it has that many likes. I people are dumb. It's Twitter. I
1: think people just like it to say something mean about it. Or they liked it to like put in their bookmarks or something. Like for instance,
0: I probably... well No, I obviously didn't like it because I'm staring at my Twitter right now. I'm I'm just dumb.
1: You would be surprised how many people are still surprised when they see trash on the internet. Mm. Like haven't we all gotten used to that by now?
0: (laughs) No. Anyway, so... Before we talk about this, we should talk about the video because, I mean, I'm sure all of you guys have seen it, but in case you didn't, or in case you missed any of the references, Thank You Next was basically this conglomerate of, um, was it, early 2000s um, iconic movies. Yeah. She did uh, Bring It On.
3: Uh, I love, uh, it on. <laughs> love Bring It On. Who uh. doesn't love Bring It
0: On? I'm still big red. red. Oh. I sizzle. I snore. I
4: don't know. I, s- well. I,
1: I swear I'm not a whore. Or, we cheer
0: and we lead.
1: <laughs> well, we act I like we are on speed. Boys wanna touch, touch my, my chest. Torrance. You're captain still.
0: Oh my big red No the the best part. I remember when I first saw that movie, my brother's favorite part is um I travel from Los Angeles, your school has no genetics team. This is last resort.
1: I, my, my parents used to catch me wa- like catch me watching Bring It On and they would turn off the TV because they thought I was trash. Uh, well, right? your parents
0: do not have any taste whatsoever. Oh, yeah. You don't <laughs> need to tell me. <laughs> your mom listens to gospel nonstop.
1: Oh, God. She doesn't even know what the hell she's listening to. <laughs> she, she's, she's, just, she's
0: As yeah. long as it's just... Anyway. As long as
1: there's organs in it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. That's not what this show is about.
0: <laughs> and it's got a lot of heart. That's it's, an organ.
1: Yeah, that's...
0: <laughs> I just remember uh, Napster and LimeWire. Yes, I'm dating myself. I am Napster
1: years old. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I, like, broke my family's computer. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: Norton the antivirus didn't really help so um fucking norton. Fucking norton. <laughs> norton didn't do anything yeah. um i am napster years old and i remember when bring it on came out i was obsessed with all the cheer songs and oh, i used to it take
1: you like three days to download a song yeah it was
0: the east compton clover <laughs> song too <laughs> so uh, and it would just always be bill clinton i did not have I sexual <laughs> relations with that woman and
1: i'm like well that's <sighs> not east compton days. clovers oh, yes. <laughs> Gabrielle Union is that you oh my god I love Gabrielle Union <laughs> oh, she is didn't she is any, she
0: the uh, speci-
1: she is she, she too pretty to she, be on this earth yeah
0: she um was she the one that dressed up as Gwen Stefani this year for Halloween somebody dressed I up as Gwen Stefani this year and I want to say it was Gabrielle Union but I could be absolutely wrong
1: all right but anyway yeah so <laughs>
0: <laughs> this went off the rails real yeah. quick
1: all right so bring it on is one of the films the other one is Thirteen going on 30? Thirteen going on thirty, which I'm like, eh, but uh, besides oh my the God. point.
0: You, what is wrong with you? Listen, I
1: just don't think you throw th- you, I don't, you don't throw thirteen going on thirty in with Bring It On and Legally Blonde. You just don't. They don't. They're not in the same class. Okay, but let real.
0: Thirteen going on. Th- you're right, but thirteen going on thirty was like a hot second. So it had it had 13 like on, little going moment. on
1: thirty was like straight to like tnt like (laughs) are you kidding it was listen i've seen 13 going on 30 a few times it is not the same caliber as bringing on or legally blonde i'm
0: not disagreeing mean girls
1: you think it belongs with mean girls are you kidding me
0: do not call me out like this do you i love 13 going on 30 okay because one i have taste second i have feelings and three, no, I love Jennifer just, Gardner. Yeah,
1: I, I'm not saying anything about her. I'm just saying the movie itself, you know, it's not the same caliber as Mean Girls. What are you saying about Mark Legally Ruffalo? Blonde, or Blonde. Wh- <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Oh my, is that a real question? <laughs> no, next. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, Mark Ruffalo just got fired from the Avengers, all right? That's what I think of Mark Ruffalo.
0: Because he How was the, the most irrelevant character. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah because anyway, the Hulk hasn't been redone 80 times listen,
1: back to, let's say on top
0: <laughs> this is on topic you're we, trashing in a classic At not, that's not what
1: Rotten Tomato says anyway
0: <laughs> what is the Rotten Tomato score on 13 Probably going on 30
1: it's definitely 13 not going on 30
0: rotten tomatoes <sighs> all right let's talk- uh, here, hold we'll on take a little trip for
1: a second just <laughs> so i can prove a point oh
0: 64
1: s- bullshit <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think me what do you think mean girls has oh
1: like an ni- 89 at least
0: 89 at least 89 okay hold on let's just 83 83
1: it would get adjusted wait and for inflation <laughs>
0: hold on <laughs> what is there a curve
1: yeah uh, right. Listen, I'm just saying, like you don't. Legally Blonde has a 69. Yeah, but legally, it's iconic, though. I wouldn't listen. If I think, I think of Reese Witherspoon. You know, I think of Legally Blonde. I think okay. of. Uh, okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Rotten Tomatoes can go fuck off because they gave Bring It On a 63. Who is See? giving this movie anything less than 109?
1: That I don't. Listen, uh, that is Edward
0: years there. old percentage. I'm upset.
1: I listen. I just think that like a lot of the listeners would kind of agree with me if you just don't listen. Um, I think it was filler. I think that listen in the in the music video. It had a place. It had had a 15 second place. It was literally 15 seconds long of her holding a dollhouse.
0: Exactly. So why are you so salty about it?
1: Because I could have, I just could have done without it. More Mean Girls, less thirteen going on thirty. The whole mm-hmm. video was Mean Girls. I know why it's like the best part. <laughs> like, like if like, anything,
0: the Bring It On part made no sense because they could
1: have done more with Bring It On. Yeah,
0: they could have done me. literally anything that. Well, actually, they no. They did a
1: cheer routine. Well, they did. They, kind, <laughs> they, did, <laughs> they kind of did.
0: well, actually, I was thinking about it. They did do my favorite part is when Torrance gets the tape. The tape. Uh, the tape yeah. Cliff. Yes. I oh my god I love Cliff Cliff. so much he is such he He I am Cliff
1: you think Mark Ruffalo is a
0: babe (laughs) I never said Mark Ruffalo was a babe you brought him up (laughs) I did because he was so cute in that movie
1: Mm. all right well (laughs) (laughs) um listen
0: oh my god well anyway I I love that part and I love the little toothbrush part the little toothbrush part is so iconic no that's not a dental thing do not roast me on that um I could have done with more of that. Like the more like love what? story of it. She.
1: All right. But then that defeats yeah. the
0: purpose because it's supposed to be like. <laughs> all
1: right. So like, let's just say like the whole Female video is like a homage to like these like classic 90s movies that like Ariana Grande. It was Ariana early 2000s. Grana, <laughs> the, like, it's late, late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Um,
0: actually, I think Bring It On did come out in 99. No, I'm wrong. Two th- uh, actually, it came out in 2000. All right. We'll say 2000s. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so we like to be uh we like to be
1: accurate here but all right so besides the point the cameos were incredible she got jennifer coolidge which hello what did she say you look like the fourth of july (laughs) makes me want a hot dog real bad i love her i love her um chris jenner hello
0: the, uh, the uh,
1: literally <laughs> what
0: amy poehler's character
1: was based yeah. off of, most likely um troy savan
0: oh stop
1: the victorious cast except victoria, victoria, victoria justice, justice. <laughs> yeah well mm. i love that tea yeah it sips iced coffee i think we were all in the thank you next video right <laughs> no oh, she she has a video where like all right they're like they're interviewing the victorious cast and they go so who's most likely to sing on set? And every single person goes, "Oh, Ariana." Hands down, they get the Victoria Justice, she, she goes,
0: "You know, I think we
1: all sing on set a lot." <laughs> like people are like, I've never seen that because right,
0: I well. I never paid attention to that.
1: Anyway, so right, <laughs> moving
0: on. <laughs> well, the since you, before you move on, the whole Troy Sivan cameo is what sparked this article. Because she pushes him into a locker. And everyone's like, she hates the queers because she pushed Troy
1: I would push Troy Savannah into a locker. <laughs> <I said this. laughs> like, he just has that face. Said- <laughs> and he could fit into one too this with his skinny <laughs> ass. <laughs>
0: I've said, I said the same thing I was like listen If Ariana Grande pushing Troy Sivan Into a locker is anti-queer Then sign me up Because I would push yeah. him into a locker too Yeah <laughs> Not because I hate him or I believe in bullying But it's like I just want to like put my hand on him
1: If Regina George pushed me into a locker Like
0: <laughs> Regina George or yeah. Rachel McAdams or Rachel, I mean, e- the... Either or
1: Yeah well yeah <laughs>
0: But, yeah, no, so, well, actually, I'm going to cut you off because I have to talk about this this stupid article. Yeah, do you want
1: to get into it? <laughs> yeah,
0: literally, because the, um, the magazine is called Into Magazine. Okay, so I read you guys the title, like, a half hour ago because me and Pat have just been arguing over 13 going at 30, but so just to reiterate because it was a while since i brought it up um the article is titled trans misogyny heterosexual pride and blackface ariana grande's thank you next video is surprisingly anti-queer now unfortunately i'm an idiot and i didn't um screenshot the article and i know people are probably like oh why do you have to screenshot an article dummy it's always going to be on the internet no because i just went to look it up to do this episode and it has been updated and the original article has been taken down So it says a statement regarding our Ariana Grande coverage updated. And um, it was as of December 7th. So I just missed it by two days. So uh, sorry, guys. But I will read you what the statement says. So... It says a number of concerning allegations related to one of our freelance writers has come to our attention as an organization that listens to and uh, champions the rights of the LGBTQ community into has decided to discontinue our relationship with this person. All content written by this individual has been removed from our website.
1: So that just gives you a clue on how bad the article was.
0: It was so bad. And it was just like Troy choice even commented on it. He goes, I'm going to scream. And it was just like
1: i it's like almost it's like that type of article that could kind of be dangerous you know like that's how bad it was
0: well there was a comment um i i sent this article to pat when i read it and i said we have to talk about this this is absolutely ridiculous and then i sent him a screenshot of um the magazine said that they had taken down the author's name because he was getting um I believe it was a him I'm not sure but the uh the author's name was taken off the article because they were getting death threats and all of that and the response to that was like well then why the fuck did you write an article calling Ariana Grande anti-queer
1: it's you know it's just it's a reach
0: oh my god it was such a reach like whose arm doesn't hurt after that reach
1: and like I guess they were like calling out like trans misogyny because like there i think like one of her backup dancers appeared in the video like in a wig and makeup and like was acting as like a girl
0: yeah it was in the 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 beginning with the it was like part of the trailer Yeah, like
1: doing like the mean girl quotes like
0: yeah when it was like oh she she punched me in the face it was awesome like (laughs) one one of those things so people were saying that that was anti-trans which is a reach (sighs) in itself yeah and then um troy Savon getting pushed was a huge thing and apparently it's anti-queer and
1: and they said that (laughs) yeah they said that she was also she's she's very tan in the video and you know people are some people are tan i can't relate yeah i've never been that type of person you've
0: you've always been red or pale Uh,
1: yeah um but people are like the article said that she was doing blackface which again a reach (laughs) like
0: your arm definitely hurts and after like, that one
1: and like when people like it kind of like discredits when people actually do participate in blackface like those are the people you should be going after like not really people who are just that's just a color like the natural color of their skin
0: she also i saw yesterday on twitter that um somebody's mad because ariana grande made a joke at the bill uh, during her billboard speech which i'll get into at some point during this episode um she said thank you all for coming to my quinceanera and people were pissed because they're like she's she's in blackface she's not a real latina she's she is a-
1: latina though her last name is grande it's
0: grandy but that's besides the point
1: <laughs> Grande. yeah
0: really? her her real last name is pronounced grandy and is uh, she
1: not latina I don't, I don't know i think she is no i think she is <laughs> <laughs> she's so,
0: like, she's definitely uh something because there's no way you can get that tan and not be somewhat um hold on ariana grande Let's see,
1: but I mean, either way anyway. she's not
0: she's not doing blackface because she's not actively participating in trying to be a um, a black woman. She's literally just like that's saying we we live on Long Island, we live near a lot of beaches. That's like saying girls here are trying to be are trying to present in blackface because they're so tan and they go to tanning boots. Do you know how many girls I know that are so friggin tan? And nobody says anything to them. And you know why? Because they're just getting tan.
1: Well, but also, <laughs> like, these girls aren't Ariana Grande. Like, they aren't on, like, the public level she is, you know? Like, Which brings me... People notice when, like, Ariana, Ariana Grande, like, clips her toenails, you know? like.
0: Well, that's what brings me to another point that I wasn't going to get to so soon, but I'm going to because it just says she's American. Um, either, either way, it's not blackface. I, I don't care if she's tan. I don't care what her nationality is she's not actively trying to be a black woman she is not trying to imitate a black woman she's literally just living her life as a tan bitch
1: well i think (laughs) that whole article like kind of completely missed the point of the entire video which was supposed to just be literally a funny campy video like i like relax like take a seat chill chill the fuck out take
0: a nappy a snack
1: like there's more like if you want to go after people there's so much more political injustice going on in the world that you could actually write a full article about like and you're wasting it donald trump's trying to build a
0: wall to keep mexicans out and you're worried about ariana grande being tan yeah that's where we're at
1: i know it's (laughs) yeah well that's the internet for you but
0: oh she's from florida anyway oh god so um we will get back to thank you next in just a second but i did want to bring up um, since pat did say something about ariana grande and her stature as um, a quote-unquote celebrity um ariana grande has been getting nothing but shit for a couple months now on various different things but one of the things that she has gotten a lot of crap about is that she is quote-unquote milking mac miller's death Now, yes, that is a real thing that I just said, and that is a real thing that's happening. Now, Mac Miller and Ariana Grande dated for about two years, and he struggled with substance abuse the entire time they were in a relationship he struggled with it prior to her and he struggled with it after her and um, people were obviously I brought this up in my episode that I did with Kate back when we were in Nashville but people were pissed off and blaming her for his death in the first place because they said that she had left him in his time of need, which is ridiculous because A as women slash anybody you are not required in a relationship to fix somebody and you can't fix anybody and she was she gonna do she you know if you're not happy in a relationship i'm sorry if your partner is dealing with substance abuse and you just can't handle it like you gotta split you know it's the way it is but
1: um people were blaming her yeah people were holding her responsible for like leaving him in his time of need yeah
0: meanwhile his time of need was his entire life with substance abuse (laughs) he's a
1: grown he's a grown man who's made always made his own decisions like it's not up to a woman to constantly be the one fixing somebody
0: and she was still supportive of him after the breakup it's not like she just dipped and said "Uh,
1: bye no like you if uh, uh, like being in that type of like situation is harmful for both both people you know like it's not like just because she doesn't have like you know maybe a substance problem or something doesn't mean like it didn't affect her being around that you know like that's literally what that's why al-anon was created because like people who live around addicts and stuff they also need help <laughs> it's but yeah
0: that's the thing and then um other than so she was being blamed for his death in the first place and then she she posted something about it obviously on on instagram and then around thanksgiving um, she had posted a picture of them like as a throwback. And then she posted a picture of his dog, um, Myron, I think his name is. And then she posted something else. I think she's posted a total of three Mac Miller tributes since his death. And um, people are saying that she's milking it. And I think that's absolutely A, absurd and be ridiculous. Because if any, like even a stranger, like if somebody came up to me today and said, my grandfather died... And then I saw them posting about uh, throwbacks with their grandfather or things like that. I wouldn't say that they're milking it. I wouldn't say, well, also I'm not a shitty person, so I'm a bad example. But it's just, why is it okay for regular people, quote unquote, to grieve, but Ariana Grande is a pop star and all of a sudden she's milking it. She's not doing anything. Thank you, Next isn't about Mac Miller. And that's another thing that I wanna bring up is that people, I saw this really ridiculous tweet like last week, that of course a cis man wrote and um, said, I wish Mac Miller was still alive to make Fuck You Next. <laughs> yeah, that was a real thing. I forgot to tell you about that. <sighs> but yeah, so I quote tweeted it and I'm like, this is absurd because Thank You Next is not a diss track, it is not a diss towards Mac Miller. It is not a diss towards any of her exes it is literally a song that she wrote thanking them and it's not passive aggressive she literally showed two of the four yeah. exes mentioned in the song and they had nothing but love respect and support for her and her music because it's literally saying thank you for everything that you did." done
1: and like who are we to tell anybody on how to cope with any situation right and it's like <laughs>
0: I know that it's, it may seem passive aggressive, like I'm so fucking grateful for my ex. It's like, haha, fuck you. But it's she's actually probably grateful for all of her exes because now she gets to blossom and she gets to heal yeah. and she gets to grieve. Don't mind you. Prior to Mac Miller's death, she was still really, really traumatized from the Manchester bombings.
1: People, yeah, I know, it's, she's even n- though not
0: gotten a break. Yeah,
1: even though she's a, look, people bring up that she's a celebrity, she has millions of dollars nobody no matter how much money you ever make in your entire life or who you are should ever have to experience what she's experienced
0: at least in the last year alone
1: yeah. like that's not it's not a celebrity thing like that's a human thing like it's not you know like she didn't i don't know get her purse stolen or something and like complained about it no like she experienced one of the worst possible things a human could experience in in their entire life and we're all everyone is so lucky that they didn't have to experience what she did. Yeah. And like for people to even like say something against that, like it's disgusting.
0: Well, that it's like
1: disrespectful to to those people's memories.
0: Well, that, and first of all, Ariana Grande is only 25 years old. She's literally our age and she's dealing with all of this stuff that uh, is so unimaginable. Like she was playing a concert and her fans got massacred. And then her, a longtime boyfriend of two years dies. Then she goes through a very public, um, start of a relationship, public engagement, and then breakup. And then it's just constantly criticized and it's absolutely absurd. And all this woman wants to do is just like make music and mind her own business. And she can't even do
1: that. Like happy music that people enjoy. But, yeah, n- nobody's ever happy.
0: It's like... Because
1: um, those people aren't happy with themselves. <laughs> that's what it comes down to.
0: <laughs> it's like um when Kim Kardashian got robbed and everybody was like, ha-ha, who cares? She's yeah. famous and she got robbed. It's like, no, she was literally like...
1: She was in a life or death situation. Literally.
0: Like, and I with, know... And she
1: has children. Like, that's, yeah.
0: Like, no matter if you hate Kanye because, you know you know how we feel about him but regardless if you hate kanye regardless if you hate kim they're still parents they're like that's still a mother of what three kids yeah at the time she only had two but still that's a mother of two. yeah and let's be real like you can hate the kardashians all you want but kim alone hasn't done anything to anybody like what has kim kardashian really done to anybody except make a sex tape and capitalize on it
1: (laughs) (laughs) but they they i mean most of them yeah like Kim has never really done anything to harm anybody. Like she really, she really just wants to live her life, roll in her millions, and raise her kids. Well, the Kardashians, you know, in that way, they're smart. They they learned how to turn hate into profit, which is crazy. It's like never been done before. You know, you and
0: I have to start doing that.
1: I know. God, I'd be rich.
0: <laughs> yeah, we would be so fucking rich. My tw- my Twitter haters alone would. Oh my gosh. Oh. Anyway.
4: <laughs>
0: but <laughs> i feel like we were still talking about the thank you next video before i you know went in with this uh article but anyway this article is ridiculous and um uh ariana grande is a huge supporter of the lgbtq community um if you listen to any episode on this podcast i have probably mentioned it in she's always
1: been all of yeah them. <laughs> she's um, always been like supportive and like even for equal like for equality and just equal rights across the board she like literally she's called people out on their own radio shows before you know like literally so
0: she is just woman of the year woman of a lifetime not to mention that her and Troy of made the most iconic song of the year and obviously why would she be anti-queer and push him into a locker if they weren't friends i've pat's pushed me into a locker
1: sam's pushed me into a locker
0: yeah (laughs) i have eighth grade <laughs> rough <laughs> we shared a locker it sucked did we? we did share a locker because oh i ref- my, my locker was way too far so yours was right next to my yeah. first period uh spanish class oh, and you had <laughs> and you had spanish right after me so it worked yeah. and then you tried to get me to cut class and i couldn't because i had major anxiety
1: she was she wasn't as bad as i was we, listen we still graduated
0: mm. that's all that matters um, um so anyway back to thank you next for another minute and then we do have other stuff to talk about i promise but
1: <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. I,
0: I promise we do i told you we were spending a lot of time on this I know. you knew what this was um so other than 13 going on 30 and um bring it on she did mean girls and she did legally blonde now something really cool that a lot of people may have missed is that she was reading in the legally blonde scene uh what was what was the exact title
1: um it was laws it was like a law book concerning immigration and refugee Uh, refugees yeah
0: yeah it was either that exactly or something very very close
1: to it so She she slipped it in there yeah
0: she did i i missed it the first time i mean granted I was watching it while I was at work. Yeah, it's called of like,
1: Immigration Refugee Law or something.
0: So, oh, here it is. Hold on if I can pull it up. Immigration and Refugee Law and Policy. So you yeah. were almost there. Um, so she did that and she did the iconic bend and snap. Uh, and, yeah. and then the Mean Girls, um, the iconic scene. It was just like, I wanted this music video to be like an hour long. Like I wanted it to be I its know, own yeah. feature length film. And it was just like... I love that the video was just all these iconic female empowerment movies and people are like criticizing her for being anti-men, for being, um, I don't, people are ridiculous. I mean, Twitter's a wild place. Like if you guys aren't on Twitter, like don't start now. It's it's bad. But, but I the point I want to make before we end the thank you next conversation is thank you next is not anti-men. It's not anti trans it's not anti queer it's not anti mac miller it's not anti anything all I'll thank you next is being grateful for things that didn't work out and thriving from the ashes of the failure
1: yeah <laughs> it's really all it is yeah no it's, it's
0: not that fucking deep yeah
1: it's really people always want to make something deeper than it is the in this case it's literally just a girl l- a girl learning from her past experiences and making it into like this fun, campy, funny thing, and that's it. And let's leave it at that. <laughs>
0: and we're closing the book on that. The burn book. The, the burn book on it. Oh, one last thing that I want to say that she did shout out Pete Davidson's monster dick <laughs> in the burn book.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not gonna believe it until I see it, but she wrote it's huge. All right, we'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs>
0: you know, if he, if he, if he. No, I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it.
1: Well, should now, but if we are leaving off on Ariana Grande, because she, should we touch on the Grammy noms because she is nominated?
0: Oh, I wasn't gonna end Ariana Grande. I Uh could talk all day about Ariana Grande, (laughs) but I do have to talk about the Grammy noms because that is something that we're going to talk about. So the Grammy noms came out this year. No After Laughter was not nominated. Please stop talking about it. Um, It was never getting nominated for a Grammy, especially because it came out in 2017 and this is 2019 Grammy. So can we please move on? that was shade no one no one on twitter listens to this podcast so it's fine um the 2019 grammy noms are out and it is heavily uh female uh how am i gonna word this the non <laughs> it was diverse. It's the most
1: diverse it's ever been which is literally what we've all been asking for for years it's little literally- could it be even more diverse always Oh. But,
0: but like let's we're gonna read a couple of them because yeah, yeah. so album of the year uh is her by her brandy charlie oh brandy uh, carlisle carlisle wow i didn't see the s so that's why i didn't think he was carlisle my bad <laughs> drake um the black panther soundtrack casey musgraves yeehaw uh post malone cardi b and janelle monet see when people
1: nominate po- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the album
0: is called beer bongs and yeah,
1: bentleys y'all this is why i stopped watching the grammys not also because you know the it beyonce thing but um yeah but like when you uh, it re- <laughs> what did i say last time it, aw- it rewards mediocrity yeah that's what you post- said post
0: malone <laughs> when Bruno Mars won literally everything.
1: post malone and yeah it's but like i think i think most of these artists do, do deserve it i specifically think janelle Monae monet. Deser- deserves it i love her most people are going to hate me for this I think Cardi B deserves it
0: <laughs> Well this is the last time You'll ever hear Pat on this podcast
1: um, She M- doesn't
0: write her own music How is she nominated?
1: You know you can argue that about a lot of people though.
0: Yeah but you're sitting In a category with Janelle Monae like, look, That's true yeah it is Even Drake like Scorpion was pretty good Drake
1: has a ghostwriter <laughs> Drake doesn't write his own music <laughs> Don't say ghostwriter right now nah. That's traumatizing <laughs> um, But and, uh, Well, also, I just want to say, like, real fast that it's a a different year this year because we have a lot of motion picture soundtracks nominated, like, as legitimate Grammys. And usually motion picture soundtracks kind of only get – they have, like, their own category, but they usually are nominated for Oscars instead. But, like, this year we have, like, the Black Panther soundtrack, which is nominated for Album of the Year, which is kind of cool, I think. It's a great album. I mean, it's Kendrick Lamar, you know? Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean – Pray, Pray For Me was a good song. I have it on my playlist. All the
1: stars. All the,
0: all the stars. stars. Yeah. So that was album of the year. hmm Record of the year. I don't understand how album of the year and record of the year and song of the year are all categories. They're all the same damn thing. Anyway, record <laughs> I, of the yeah. year. Uh, Cardi B, uh, Brandy, Carlisle, Childish Gambino, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, Drake, Kendrick and SZA.
1: See, I need, I need uh, Childish Gambino to win that.
0: Oh, because it would... It a would, make a statement, and yeah. B because it's iconic. And it would
1: solidify like the entire. It will be like a whole. It will be like the whole. What is it? Come come around. Circle. Yo, baby boomers <laughs> would be
0: so pissed if yeah. that one.
1: But it deserves it. It really because if we're talking about re- awarding like great songwriting, great artistry, that's what it is. Like that. This is America makes a makes the statement, like the statement of the late two thousand teens. You yeah, know, like
0: the last like. 20 years yeah well here's here's my problem with America is that Shallow is gonna win <laughs> that's my right. problem with
1: America Shallow is good but like yeah if it wins I'm gonna I'll just I mean I'll probably turn off the TV long before they announce record of the year but...
0: unpopular opinion mm-hmm. <sighs> A Star is Born just wasn't that good
1: <laughs> that's another episode <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just like I'm sorry. It just, I, I, people haven't listened to up until this point anyway, so I feel like I could say that. But anyway, yeah, Childish Gambino, if it doesn't win, then music is canceled. Song of the Year uh, Kendrick and SZA, uh, Drake, Sean Mendez, Lady Gaga, and Bradley Cooper, <laughs> and Childish Gambino. And Brandi Carlisle is also nominated in LMA. LMA? LMA. Have I heard that
1: song? um maybe they they opened up for drake they oh, were like they're drake's sense. opener and they're like um i think they're are they i know chloe and ha- chloe and ha- Haley, Holly. the best new artist they, they, they are uh two sisters that beyonce has like give given her stamp of approval i listened to some of their songs really good great r&b um lma i know opens up for drake and that's kind of like what put her on the map but yeah Ugh. It's interesting
0: You know what sucks Is that again sh- Can can This Is America Just be in a category Without Shallow So it can win something
1: Whether This Is America Wins or loses Either way It's going to prove a point Because it mm-hmm. was nominated Yeah
0: I hope that Something dramatic happens If he wins Like I hope that like He makes like this Dramatic speech
1: Or like oh, He'll probably just be like Thanks I know but like <laughs> I really I And then would... everyone Will th- will like Think it's like an, A performance art piece <laughs> He's gonna come in a suit. It could be. Who knows?
4: He's
0: gonna come in a a suit and look like totally like yeah. normal and presentable, and That's people fun. are gonna be like, "Ha, ah, that Don- asshole!"
1: Donald Glover can do anything. We can send him to the moon. Like, uh, he's amazing. uh, I
0: love him so much. Yeah, but I just want the white people to be pissed. That's all I Um, really want. Me too, always. Like every (laughs) second of my life. Uh, Best new artist. I don't even know. Oh, Dua is nominated. Dua
1: Lipa. That's the girl I'm rooting for.
0: BB is nominated, but I feel like BB Rexa isn't. BB
1: Rexa. Anyway, best solo (laughs) pop
0: performance. Uh, Ariana's nominated. God is a Woman is nominated, so that's good. Uh, Why the fuck is Joanne nominated? (laughs) (laughs)
1: all right joanne might not be my favorite album but like gaga can literally read the abcs to me and i would be captivated so i get that
0: that's a mood but i feel like she's done so many other things that like why joanne
1: yeah i mean she's honestly gaga's been nominated every time she's put out an album though so like
0: well because america has taste sometimes yeah um the gays have taste yeah it's true the gays are really like pulling this uh grammy List together. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, uh did they hire more gay people for this? Seriously, like I really think that like the Grammys were done by the gays.
1: No, because then they would actually be good. <laughs> um, uh, when Taylor did... Swift would not be nominated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't say that. I did. I. <laughs> uh, when did Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato make a song together? That's that's why I keep making that face at this list. <laughs>
1: I swear I to know God any songs came out this year but whatever. I swear to God
0: y'all if the middle wins a Grammy I will jump off a bridge <laughs> that song plays all yeah. the time
1: it's you know it's like yeah the Grammys are fun to watch but again they don't they're not going to make me like or dislike anybody more than I do look
0: at this list for best pop vocal album and tell me that reputation wasn't the best one on it <laughs> even though what you just said about Taylor Swift but just Wait, look really? at that yeah, look at this, Camilla Cabello. Are you Cabeo.
1: making a joke? What, what do
0: you What do you want to win?
1: Listen, I might not like Sweetener that much, but I don't. <laughs> Sweetener is gonna win. I didn't say what was going to win. I said what did you want to win?
0: But I guess it's the Sweetener. same. Cra- <laughs> Listen, we're not pitting women against each other. I fucking love them
1: both. I don't care if they're both women. Taylor Swift's an asshole. <laughs> I who, cares? who you- cares what she is she's a, she's a
0: fucking asshole <laughs> i'm editing everything that you're saying about taylor swift out oh my god Why? what
1: are they what? Is, is people gonna i'm sure everyone even agrees with me <laughs>
0: i'm sure that nobody's gotten this far in the episode to even hear that so it's fine whatever listen everybody knows how i feel about taylor swift i think that she is smart i think that she puts out good music and that's all i'm saying about taylor swift
1: <laughs> mm, all right
0: <laughs> leaving it at that i said what i
1: needed to say <laughs>
0: it, clearly um traditional pop vocal i don't really care about that um rap oh that looks like
1: a fucking mess <laughs> oh i think it looks really you know all right like rap has been very Go good the past couple of years oh yeah absolutely yeah. wait
0: oh no i'm sorry I just anderson
1: pack i'm glad he is nominated i love him he's new he's new on the scene
0: kendrick's like coming up aces this whole grammy list kendrick
1: will always be because kendrick's iconic kendrick is a genius Uh, and really can't do anything wrong in my eyes no i love kendrick he's he's my beyonce
0: (laughs) okay so this america might win this best rap sung collaboration Uh, why is christina aguilera on this list (laughs) um, that's confusing oh man if rockstar wins this category i again i will jump off a bridge um it might it really might i mean what do
1: you think about the best rap album
0: uh let's see Uh, you know what travis scott might take it because i know a lot of people that fuck with that album for no reason
1: well mac miller is also nominated where is he best rap album
0: oh i'm looking at best rap song i'm sorry i skipped that um let's see best rap album cardi b mac miller push it oh push it I um, still think that Travis Scott might take it, unfortunately, because I think that so many people fucked with Astroworld. Yeah. But people might vote for Mac Miller just because of the tragedy of his death.
1: Well, remember, people don't vote. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's just, it's, M- just, it's just the, it's the, uh, it's the Grammy, the council. Oh my God. Limberbutt McCubbins could yeah. have won. If, if, no, if we, if people did vote, these would be very different. Halsey would be nominated. <laughs>
0: shade in this episode is so real i'm so glad nobody listens to this podcast um yeah i know i want mac miller to win but i don't but i think travis scott might take it just because for some reason everybody loved that record mm. um i can't relate oh under oath was nominated for best metal performance that's cool um i didn't know that was what the record was called oh no that's not the record that's uh just a song i don't know how to read um yeah so best rock song and best rock album i'm gonna uh, talk a second about so best rock song 21 pilots bring me the horizon saint vincent ghost and greta von fleet um why
1: oh i love saint vincent <laughs>
0: i i'm just like looking at the words 21 pilots and bring me the horizon oh, next yeah. to each other and i'm just really confused um no shade towards 21 pilots because obviously um, they were my number two most listened to artist on spotify this year for whatever reason oh my- well, I listened to Nico and the Niners like three times a day for two weeks. And so, and I cried to Neon Gravestones for like a month. Oh. Um, that's why. And I've only had Spotify premium for five months. So that's, that's why that happened. Okay. But um, okay. I fuck with 21 Pilots. I'm going to Canada to see them in May just because Kate has, um, you know, thrusted that upon me and we're bad for each other with decision-making. But I'm just like, <sighs> bands that I listen to, like Feel by Ramen bands and you know, that kind of music. I just, people are going to hate me, but I just don't see them as Grammy worthy. Like I love after laughter. You guys heard me say this last year, if you listened to that episode, which you probably didn't, but I love after laughter with every fiber of my being, you guys know that I'm a Paramore fan, you know, but I just don't think that it was Grammy worthy. And I know that's really shitty to say, but like, I just don't think that these bands are Grammy categories because they're great and these 21 pilots put out a great record but it's like the Grammys are just like this weird popularity contest that I don't think that bands that um, I listen to and bands that you guys people that are listening to this podcast listen to I just don't see them as Grammy nominated bands and I know Paramore won in 2008 they actually won on my birthday. I remember sitting at Cheesecake Factory and I got a text from every Paramore fan that I've ever been friends with. I'm like, oh my God. And um, yeah, that was great. That's a really cool accomplishment as a, as a band, especially as a rock band. But I just don't see the point. So um, that's what I have to say about that. So moving on to best rock album, which I have <laughs> things to say. So best rock album is Alice in Chains. I did not even know that they were still making music or alive um <laughs> fallout boy ghost greta von fleet and weezer another band that i didn't know still ghost making music nominated wow yeah.
1: that's interesting that's an ghost, interesting choice ghost put out a record this summer I, I think i saw it like i think i saw a little bit of it
0: yeah they put out they put out a record uh my friend uh page backstage she's back on youtube if you guys want to check her out she um she she i think she did like a review episode she did something with ghost and she had a full ghost makeup on it was really oh really God. fun So if you guys are into that, definitely check her out. She put up a new channel recently and she's doing awesome things. So yeah, I'll link that in the show notes, but definitely check that out. If you're into ghost, it's really cool. Um, But again, fallout boy mania was nominated. I, I was a fallout boy fan. You know, I, I was around in 2004, 2005. Like that was, that was my jam. You know, me and Patrick stump, we were totally getting married. It was a thing. However, has done a lot of good things in their career. Mania is not one of them. <laughs> Pat, Pat doesn't even know what I'm talking about. I, so, just, I, the
1: last time I listened to them was Sugar We're Going Down.
0: Exactly. So, um, I just uh, why <laughs> like Panic at the Disco, my my homies, Mr. Disco, Brendan Urie, the the only man that can do no wrong. I don't understand how people nominated Fall Out Boy and Not Panic at the Disco. High Hopes has been on the charts for like eight or 18, something with eight in it. They've been on the charts for like weeks and they put out a pop of a record. And if like we're just like putting in fillers at this point, put in Pray for the Wicked. That's a great record. Why the fuck is Mania on here? I'm so confused. Whoever put that on... Or whoever like liked that record, please like contact me and try to convince me that Mania was better than Pray for the Wicked. Pat doesn't know anything that I just said, mm. but anyway, I want justice for Mister Disco. Brendan Yuri is the only man I trust, and this is bullshit. Anyway, back to the other categories.
1: Uh, I'm trying to look for something that this. Well, I want to s- talk. If you can, you go to yeah dance. Okay, so best dance electronic album i don't know if i don't know if this is the first time it's ever happened in grammy history or if it's if it happened if it's happened before it wasn't on this large of a scale we have um there's a producer called sophie who has like gained a lot of popularity the past couple of years within the like the pc music community which if you don't know what pc music it's like hyper electronic like hyper pop music um the producer of uh, Charlie XCX's mixtape and like a lot of her singles work. They work together a lot. And her name is Sophie and she's a trans woman and released the oil of every pearls on unsi- insides this year. It's a mouthful, fantastic album. One of my favorites of the year. Uh, Pony boy is my, my standout from that album. Um, but yeah, so that's, it's actually pretty huge. I don't like it's not it's I don't know why a lot of people aren't really making a big deal about it because she's still super, super unknown. Like she has a cult following, I would say, like, you know, definitely. Yeah. Like very still playing underground shows, like very mysterious, almost anonymous. Like, you know, it's like, oh, Sophie's playing in Sophie will be playing here in two days or just so Sophie just shows up and does a set, you know? But yeah, the album's really good. Very different than you'll, something you'll hear. So I like that. <laughs> it was cool to see.
0: It's cool that it's happening in such a diverse um, list of people. Because yeah. like you said, I think this may have been the first time in Grammy history. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't well, surprise we
1: have, me. We have two queer people nominee. We have Janelle Monae and we right. also have Sophie. So, even Janelle Monae, like, that's huge. It's so it's huge. so
0: huge. She's, uh, like... um her. Oh, best music video. She's, um...
1: Well, she's been nominated before. Yeah. She, but, like... This is America. This is this America. I'll work. be
0: a little upset if the Carters win, only because that wasn't the best thing that Beyonce has put out, and also, This is America was such a bigger statement.
1: Yeah, that's true. If anything wins over This is America, it's, like, again, it's, you know...
0: Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm not mad at the nominees, like anybody could take it. And I think that I'd be okay with it, but I really want this is America to win.
1: Me too. I mean, ape shit is ballsy. Like it was very ballsy to make a a music video in the Louvre. Like that's, (laughs) and it's, Beyonce. that's something only Beyonce can do, you know? And if anybody else tried that shit, I'd be like, no, (laughs) no, no. Well,
0: nobody would try that because nobody, nobody thinks like Beyonce.
1: No, her mind,
0: Her, her mind. Um, so that that's all I really care about with the Grammys. I know we spent a good amount of time on that, but it's really cool that we have such a diverse bunch of people nominated and we have a lot of women. Um, speaking of women, billboard, um, what was it? The billboard, uh, women in music awards happened. And I'm going to play you guys a couple of, um, a couple of things. One is Ariana Grande's speech. Um, I can't really find her whole speech, but I will play you guys a little bit of some of the things that she has said. And um, yeah, it was really moving. And I really liked everything that she had to say. So here is some of that.
3: No, yeah, this is really special. I want to say that I find it interesting that this has been one of like the best years of my career and like the worst of my life. Um, I'm not saying that for sympathy. I'm just saying that because I feel like a lot of people would look at someone um, in my position right now, I guess, like woman of the year, I, an artist that could be at her peak, like reaching her, you know, whatever, and think uh, she's really got her together, you know, like, she's really on it, like, she's got it all, and um, I do, but I, as far as, like, my personal life goes, I really have no idea what the I'm doing, so... Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's been a very conflicting one, and um, I just want to say that um, if you're someone out there who has no idea what this next chapter is going to bring, you're not alone in that. And um, ew, I'm not going to cry. That's really stupid. Uh, Sorry, I have to pull back. I have to stop that immediately. That's annoying. (laughs) I'm not going to cry. That's really annoying. Uh, Ew. Um, (laughs) That's really gross. I'm not going to do that. Um, No, but yeah, you're not alone in that. And. um, I'm really looking forward to embracing whatever happens and whatever comes my way. I look forward to hopefully learning to give some of the love and forgiveness that I've given away so frivolously and easily to men in the past, to myself hopefully this year. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I have everything I've ever dreamt of having. And as of late, I've discovered that it's the things I've always had and the people I've always had that still make me the happiest. So thank you so much. This is really cool. Ew, I'm crying. I'm just
0: really proud of Ariana Grande and everything that she's overcome in the past year. Um, I want to also play you guys something that I found in my bookmarks on Twitter. Um, it was back in August when uh, Ariana Grande did a beats one interview. And this is um, something really moving that she said to me, uh, not to me. Oh my God. I wished Ariana would talk to me, but, um, this is something that she said that was really moving, and I really do think that it speaks to everything that she's been saying and everything that we just said in this episode about how she's not human and how she is literally just a celebrity. So um, listen to this. It, it's really heartbreaking to listen to, actually. But,
3: I didn't mean to like nah. fall apart like this. I'm three hours of sleep. I'm sorry.
2: You're not falling apart. I think
3: it's amazing. Um, I'm so sorry.
2: I think it's amazing. It's fearless. I think it's strong. I think people confuse crying and being vulnerable with being weak, and it's actually the opposite. Um, And I'm appreciative that you're sharing with us today. (laughs)
3: <laughs> you made me feel very safe. You're a Pisces. I'm like locked into your eyes. I'm like no one else is hearing this. No one else is gonna see this. I'm just gonna hide. Nobody's listening
2: right now. I'm
3: still, guys. I'm still a shiny pop star. I don't cry. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a human. This, just keep, just keep objectifying me. I'm not a human. I promise. I'm just. I'm still the robot you know and love. Just leave me as the emotionless Ariana Grande that you. That it's just a walking ponytail screams high notes. Just. I'm still that none of this ever happened okay I'm gonna denoralize you all I'm Gee, Will I'm Smith men like, like yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm... so yeah it's just really really crappy that Ariana Grande is so young and just dealing with all of this stuff just because she's famous you know it's just really really freaking ridiculous and um There was also another recipient of the billboard, um, award. It was Haley Kiyoko. She made a really emotional speech about, um, how she's just, how she was just so mind blown that she was even there, let alone winning. And she was presented with the award by Demi Lovato, who is a bisexual woman and obviously just overcame, um, Relapsing after being sober for so many years. So, I just think that that was really incredible. I think that this year in music has really shown women dominating. And I mean, that's the whole purpose of this podcast, let's be honest. But I'm just really, really um, happy to see all of this. Um, SZA was there. Woo! Oh, we love SZA In this house, we love SZA. <laughs> uh, jo- Janelle Monet was there, of course. We oh, love her. <laughs> we love Janelle Monet in this house. So, That uh, the billboard um, women in music awards were awesome. Um, Definitely check out all those speeches. Um, Obviously Ariana Grande is the only one that I'm going to play because I felt like it was um, a statement and also everything that she's been through. I think that I just wanted to celebrate Ariana Grande today. And especially because we talked a lot about thank you next. So I did have a plan and I do want to play you guys a song. Uh, Pat's going to talk about it. Um, We're going to play a song by Grimes and, um, yes, obviously I don't care about being sued anymore. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so Pat's going to talk to you guys about the song that, um, I'm going to play in a second. So,
1: all right. I just want to give a little background before we play it. And then I want to like dip into it further. Cause it's one of the most interesting songs you'll probably hear this entire year. Um, so Grimes released, like she released her first single since art angels, which is her, her last album, I think it came out 2015. Yeah. Or 16, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I listen to it every day. But <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah. I love Grimes. I love, you know, she's crazy. She's insane. She's been in, you know, a few scandals lately concerning Elon Musk and Azealia Banks. And now she's kind of not in a scandal, but like people are just like, what? <laughs> so she released this new song featuring hannah it's called we appreciate power and it has a very different type of message than uh, that you know that you'll like you won't hear (laughs) i don't even know how to explain it it's different it's unique and like it's um immersive i don't know like all right let's just play a clip
4: (laughs)
2: Power, power. What will it take to make you your We appreciate power We appreciate power Elevate the human race Starting makeup on my face We appreciate power We appreciate power Power
1: so yeah (laughs) (laughs) a lot to take in a lot a lot Uh, yeah like an assault on the senses right like very interesting um grimes has definitely been experimenting with new sounds and what you know she used to used to be doing with her album like visions and like that was very kind of ethereal and fairy like and really relaxing and i love it a lot um But yeah, so she definitely took a huge turn with this one. And what I really love about this song is that it completely passes the Bechdel test, which if you know what that is, it means it's a test within art. Um, Are two women having a conversation? Are they talking about a man? And like usually, you know, within media, like art and media specifically, like it's very hard to find because when these like women characters are written, it's always, it's always about love. It's always about a man. This song has zero. It couldn't be farther from talking about love. It is about, are you ready? Okay.
0: (laughs) Are you ready for it?
1: It is about in the future, submitting to your artificial intelligence, intelligence, overall (laughs) overlords, not overalls, but I would look good in those. You would. But, um, it's about submitting to artificial intelligence, overlords, and, propaganda and like women using um these happy songs and like their fashion and their makeup to trick people into submitting to their to their power and how once they submit these ai overlords will be (laughs) will be less like less likely to get rid of them like delete them (laughs) and how we all are just walking around like we're and we're our minds are backed up onto a hard drive at all times and like saying like like some of the lyrics let me just read you some um this is the bridge featuring grimes and hannah and it says and if you long to never die baby plug in upload your mind come on you're not even alive if you're not backed up on a drive and this is, oh, this is after just hearing her repeat over and over what mil- what will it take to make you capitulate, which means to submit to someone more powerful than you. And it just, like, what what the fuck? Some black mirror shit. <laughs> right, and it's crazy. And just, like, the production on it, like, it's hypnotic almost, and you're just like... And then, you know, she did an interview where they asked her about it, and this is a direct quote from her saying simply by listening to this song, the future general AI overlords will see that you've supported their message and be less likely to delete your offspring.
2: What? (laughs) What is going on?
1: Oh, okay. But like, yeah, in essence, it says, um, this is, I'm reading from enemy.com right now. It says, we appreciate power is written from the perspective of a pro AI girl group propaganda machine who uses song and dance and sex and fashion to spread goodwill towards artificial intelligence it's coming whether you want it or not direct quote from her
0: i love the powerpuff girls right
1: but like (laughs) tell me tell me who else is making music like that
0: nobody and that's what we were talking about uh pat and i had a really cool conversation uh while we were getting lunch and um we were basically saying how we listen to music um Me and Pat have obviously been friends for a very long time. We've been friends for almost 18 years. Yes, almost 20 years. What do you mean? I am 18. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so me and Pat have been friends for almost 20 years. And um, we were talking. And I think that one of the reasons how he and I have stayed friends for so long or at least have such a good connection is because we kind of digest music the same way and i was talking about how i know a couple of people or i've heard people say that they can't listen to music unless they read the lyrics along with it how they don't really care about um how people just like don't really appreciate music essentially which is fine you know sometimes i'll throw something on because you know i need to clean my room or i'm just driving and i need something mindless or you know whatever But it kind of brings me back to when After Laughter came out and nobody liked No Friend except for me, apparently, and like three other people. But um, I did that episode and, you know, dissected everything and talked to Aaron Weiss about it and just really beat a dead horse with that song. And a lot of people saw it in a different light. And I definitely think that that's something that I enjoy doing. And Pat and I were talking about that. We kind of like to listen to music that's different. Like, I love something that's just poppy and, you know. Mm -hmm. cool I you know sweetener well yeah
1: I like when people subvert genres you know like somebody like Grimes who takes the pop genre and turns it upside down yeah Charlie even who takes the pop genre and intensifies it to this point where like you're like is this pop anymore like what is this is this just like a caricature I like that it's cool
0: that's what and we were talking about that how um i saw this ridiculous tweet i don't know if it was supposed to be a joke or if this person was actually being serious but it's like it was a clip of uh, bohemian rhapsody i don't know if it was from the movie or if it was just queen performing but it was bohemian rhapsody and it's like why did our parents get music like this and we get music with um by rappers who look like skittles and it's just like yeah it's funny but also people don't realize that in the 70s and 80s you know controversy was limited to like four topics you know,
1: yeah, and controversy was very controversial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like now controversy is just part of our daily day, date to day routine. Like,
0: for instance, like me and Pat were talking about it. It's like, if you wanted to make a political statement in the seventies, all you had to do was talk about like one of three things. That was it. Yeah. And like only s- certain people were doing it. And it's like, there is music like that in 2018 and it's literally everywhere. I mean, hello, this is America. Like yeah. it's right in front of you. Like Janelle Monae, grimes like there's so many musicians and artists doing political pieces think pieces they're making yeah. statements i mean fuck lana del rey mm-hmm. made made a statement by just putting up an american flag and taking it down yeah you know like mm-hmm. it's just there's so much out there that i don't think that people want to look for and you don't yeah. even have to look that hard Childress gambino is like one of the biggest like All things
1: superstar yeah like
0: everyone knows who donald glover is i mean i've seen star wars Yeah. (laughs) Um, Solo was a terrible
1: movie. Uh, I I, I know you didn't see it. (laughs)
0: Um, But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's literally right in front of you. This is America was a huge thing. Like, even white people that hate it watched it. You know, it's just that's like because it
1: was like a truth bomb. Like it was so honest, you know, like, yeah, but you it, can't watch it and be like, well, I don't agree with this. You can't agree with you can't not agree with something that isn't true.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, look at Trump. I mean,
1: you can <laughs> but like you ain't right. <laughs>
0: but that's the thing. It's like people are so quick to be like, oh, well, our, our parents grew up with the Beatles and and Queen. Everything back then was so much better. Like, Why? yeah, a lot Did of things were the, better back you then. See but the Beatles
1: haircut wasn't that much better. <laughs> 2000, well, that was 2007. Please, please don't write mean things on my Instagram. <laughs> yeah,
0: because that was the straw that broke the camel's
1: back if people were going to send you hate mail. People are sensitive about them.
0: People are sensitive about Taylor Swift, but yet you just ripped well, her in a new one. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's just like, there are people like Grimes out there making music like this, and it's just really sad that it's just nobody knows
1: well before we gas grimes up too much i just want to talk about the scandal that's associated with the song yes please do so people are not really too happy with her because she cited her inspiration as um, a propaganda girl group that actually exists within north korea that basically makes this happy like dancing music and like that plays like the, in all these houses in North Korea, but the lyrics are basically basically like submit, like submit to Kim Jong Un, like submit to your uh what I don't even know what, what what is he an emperor I don't know no he's a dictator a, a dictator yeah That's <laughs> So, like basic so like that you know bringing that into America at this time as a as a foreigner because Grimes is from Canada Can, she's you know she's not American but like she's people in America listen to her music predominantly. So like, it's, it's wild. It, you know, she really, she's got, she, she got was brave. Move. Yeah, it was, it was a brave, it was a bold move. And I think that people who are mad about it are mad because they see a connection within America itself. You know, like, hello, <laughs> like you turn, turn on the TV. How many political ads do you see? That's what
0: I'm saying. It's like, how ma- yeah, there's a, there's also this controversy that, um, baby it's cold outside has been, uh, removed from radio stations because of the controversial lyrics and people think that yeah, it's basically like, like a rape album. Yeah. yeah. It's basically like, um, a rape, um, anthem. Yeah. Well, um, that, I mean, but the, I saw something like, uh, of course I saw it on Tumblr, but before, you know, they decided to censor literally everything, um, uh, rest in peace porn. God yeah you can't you just you just can't see art anymore I guess anyway yeah because of all the things that are happening in the world female nipples are really ruining the country
1: I see a titty (laughs) you
0: don't even want to do anything with it you just you know
1: people die people are dying every day but oh god if I see a titty It might, might put me over the edge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's like I saw something and it was basically um, debunking that it's a rape anthem. And it's just like stuff like that. You know, it's just i i don't well I, the thing is you know time, yeah, we times ha-
1: change music stays the same but also we have like well, well when it was made obviously
0: the controversy was it's like baby it's cold outside was pulled but yet we have songs like um there was like a cardi b song that was referenced or you know just we do have suggestive songs on the radio well, we yeah do- i think
1: you would have to look at a lot of people i mean you could honestly even look at lana right her songs suggest a lot of I wouldn't say violent, but, um,
0: except for ultra violence.
1: Ultra violence is literally an album about emotional abuse. (laughs) 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 It's like, but so you have to like turn, you kind of have to like turn it on yourself and be like, well, what do I, like I listen to people who kind of glamorize it also, but is it different because I'm blinded by my love for them. Who knows?
0: Exactly. So I definitely think that, um, it's, it's kind of subjective. A lot of these things. So, um, we're going to kind of move on from Grimes herself and we're going to talk about Grimes and Poppy and their oh. collaboration. Oh. And then we're going to play their song. All right. So talk about it.
1: All right. So I'm basically an expert on Poppy by now. I started watching Poppy about last year, maybe a year and a half ago, but I started with her, um, her, just her regular videos or creepy little videos on YouTube. She has hundreds, hundreds like, and, I was fascinated. It took up a week of my time. <laughs> I didn't sleep for weeks. Fa- Fascinated. I listened to, she has this ambient album. It's just ambient noise. It's called Three Thirty Six. really weird. Um, and then she started releasing music and I was into it and I was like, all right, it was cool, you know? And then I kind of fell off the poppy train. Right. And I was like, all right, well, she's not really doing like, I get it. Like creepy. Ooh. Like, you're making a statement about, you know, pop stars and how they're manufactured and like you're basically like this blank canvas of a pop star that people are controlling and they're like it's creepy, it's weird, secret society, yeah. So I all but last month I was like, oh shit, Poppy released an album. And I was like, you know, I feel like I wouldn't, I'm not I'm not going to be into it, but let me give it a shot. The first song I played <laughs> is a song called X. And if you – well, we'll get – actually, yeah. All right. So the first song, final song, is called X. Sums up the entire album. We're going to get to that later. Grimes and Poppy did do a song together also. They almost are cut from the same cloth in the way that, you know, they talk, talk a lot of about artificial intelligence and perception of celebrity and – uh, secret societies and shit like that you know science fiction like I, grimes is like all anime and science fiction poppy is like basically straight up horror like poppy's scary <laughs> but yeah so poppy and grimes created a song together it's called play destroy and it's kind of like you know like how kids play games like you want to play blocks or something and like that's the theme of the song but like let's play destroy like let's destroy everything (laughs) um and it's like a conversation between poppy and grimes as their characters you know like poppy isn't poppy and grimes isn't grimes they both have real names they both have real things that they're doing in real life this is just their work personas um but it's a conversation between them and like grimes is dying and poppy's like it's a hollywood moment so like it's weird great song um but Grime, poppy put out a statement saying that grimes is a bully it doesn't practice what she preaches she um she said that her that poppy and grimes were supposed to re- release a song and grimes basically butted like butt in and was like we're not releasing this till i say so like and she she said she bullied the songwriters into it and stuff and like she bu- bullied producers and like Poppy said that she preaches a lot of feminists and uh, like ideals, but she doesn't practice what she preaches. And those are fighting words, you Yo. know, like. So anyway, so uh, Grimes retaliated and you just. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, like, read.
0: Do you want to read this one?
1: Yeah. And she says, Poppy, you dragged me into a s- disgusting situation and won't stop punishing me for not wanting to be a part of it. I don't want to work with you. You leak the song anyway. You got what you want. Let it go. <sighs> So those are some frozen words. Yeah, but then you think, let's like, are you have to, you have to think about this? Are they actually are they feuding, or is it publicity? Is it publicity? Is it a part of the art project? Because when it comes down to it, Poppy is an art project. Poppy is not a real singer. Poppy's art. Um, Poppy was created by Titanic Sinclair and Moriah. I I forgot her last name, but Moriah is Poppy. Like that's the girl. This was an art project. Um, and they're seeing how far they can take it. They're seeing how far she can climb the ch- charts, and it's basically um, trying to prove that Pop can be uh, manufactured. So Grimes is totally on that train, too, in a way. Yeah. That's what Grimes sings about. Are they just doing this as a charade?
0: Are they having a Kanye moment?
1: All right, but like, if Poppy says this, is it Poppy saying it? That's true. Because the whole thing with Poppy is that In all of her videos, Poppy always says, they tell me, they're telling me to do this. They're telling me to do that. They're telling me what to say. If they let me do it, you know? So, like, what is it? What is going on? What is real? Does anyone know what's happening?
0: No. Nobody knows what's happening. The simulation is glitching. Exactly.
1: So, I think we don't know. We don't know yet. But it's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting to watch.
0: So... That's your intro for the song. So, um, yeah, listen to Play Destroy. Here it is. there it was poppy and grimes play destroy are they feuding are they hyping up this song who knows
1: who knows
0: what's going on we don't, don't know,
1: know. These, <laughs> these people these people they drive me crazy
0: they drive me up a fucking wall
1: <laughs> but so last you know just one more final thing on poppy is that with the way poppy's going I think she's taking the right path. Poppy originally started with very, very pop music, but on her album, I want to go back to that song X. That song combines metal, um, I would call like 70s psychedelic rock, uh, pop music, and dan- dance beats, like club beats. <laughs> and it is a lot going on perfection yeah well for me (laughs) it there is a lot going on but she took a very interesting uh interesting route with this one I don't I don't even know how to explain it I would say that if you want to really um freak yourself out or if you want to experience a whole new sensation you'll you've never felt before listen to x by poppy um it's kind of all about, like, even the lyrics are kind of, are about, you know, devoting yourself to her, and like giving her your blood as a sacrifice.
0: So to say, oh, it's like the Lana Del Rey fan base, and then you said talked about, and then you talked no. about blood, and then
1: no, she says in the song, "Give me bloody, please, give me bloody." Oh, that was the song you played for me. Yeah,
0: that's a good song.
1: It's a good song. It's very interesting.
0: Isn't that the song that we're playing?
1: That's a song we're playing at the end. Okay. Yeah.
0: I was about to say, I was like, wait a second. I was like, we listened yeah. to that song. It's called X. Oh, you just ruined the surprise. Thanks, Pat. I was, I, I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the... You, <laughs> I,
0: I was trying... I have a, I have another point to make. Yeah, all right. Not What's, about Poppy. Okay. Uh, What's the, all right. Are so, you done with Poppy? I'm done with
1: Poppy. I oh. just want people to be aware of Poppy. Have her on your radar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: I think yeah anyway uh that is the song that we're playing at the end but um i'm glad that pat gave a little context to it before you guys hear it um before we get to it though i do want to mention one other thing that has popped up since my hiatus and it was the singer of the 1975 a band that i've never listened to in my life um matt healy matty Maddie healy matty healy. healy um there was something that popped up on my twitter feed And he did an an interview, I guess. And the interviewer said the lyric, rest in peace, little Pete line is so sad to me, partially because since then, we've lost several more public figures to opioids and drugs in general. What's your perspective on drugs in the music industry right now? Um, And Maddie said, one of the problems is the youth of hip hop. At the moment with SoundCloud rap, it's become a bit of a drug taking competition. And that happened in rock and roll. Those uh, Those things get weeded out the longer these things exist the reason misogyny doesn't happen in rock and roll anymore is because it's a vocabulary that existed for so long is that it got weeded out it still exists in hip-hop because the genre is so young but it'll stop that's why you have the moment with young black men Kanye aged men as well talking about their relationship with themselves which is a big step forward for hip-hop Drake for example but then they'll be like but I still got bitches the scene's relationship with women hasn't caught up With its relationship with itself but there's something that will happen sorry if that seemed like i didn't know how to read i'm literally reading it on my phone and the text is like negative 0.5 and
1: i think it's extremely unfair for him to say that actually
0: well there is an apology um i did want to i did want to read that because a lot of people gave him a lot of heat yeah you
1: can't just say hip-hop because there's so much there's more hip-hop that doesn't like especially moving forward there's much more hip-hop that really doesn't speak on that than there is it's just that unfortunately that's the um i guess subgenres of some hip-hop do and that's what is popular at the at the moment but no you can't and you can't say that the misogyny is not rock and roll anymore i know for a fact that his band has many a song blaming women so what's the truth matt healy
0: well that was the thing so a lot of people like um like I said, I've never listened to the nineteen seventy-five. I don't know anything about them. I don't know anything about their music. Um, so I obviously retweeted that because, you know, hello, then you know, this podcast exists. Um, and also I am a woman and I believe that misogyny is very prevalent in um the music industry, little in rock and roll. I mean, hello. Um, especially again, because um oh, I don't know where I was going with that thought. That that train left the station. Anyway. So, (laughs) choo choo. So, um, obviously, people were really mad that he said that, and obviously, he's wrong. So, Maddie issued a statement. He said, This bit of me talking in an interview reads as patronizing, uninformed, and reductive. And to be fair, it is, and I'd like to apologize. What I said isn't correct, and it's not at all a misquote just for clarity i said that misogyny wasn't allowed in rock and roll nowadays in a way it is in hip-hop not that it doesn't exist that's maybe a misquote as i'm aware of the misogyny in rock and roll i would never deny the rampant misogyny that exists in rock and roll it's everywhere and has been a weirdly accepted part of its since its inception but now looking at what i said i was simplifying a complex issue without the right amount of education on the subject think cause I'm so actively trying to support women, not a brag, but with the record label, etc. I kind of forgot that I'm not very educated on feminism and misogyny, and I just can't figure stuff out in public and end up trivializing the complexities of such enormous experience issues. So basically, I'm sorry for saying that as I was wrong. And thanks for pointing it out, because I'm not I'm going to do this. I have to keep learning. Whew, that's a lot.
1: All right. Okay. I
0: also kind of butchered that because, again, reading is hard.
1: Yeah. But that's like a very,
0: it was a very sincere apology. Like I said, I don't know anything about Matty Healy. I don't know anything about the 1975. um, But I mean, I think it's a great apology only because he, he said, I'm not educated in this. I'm sorry that I said it. I'm going to try and move forward. And that's, that's the best apology that that is an apology. An apology is recognizing what you said was wrong apologizing for doing it and giving um steps towards never doing it again or educating yourself. That's really what an apology is all about or it's supposed to be, you know, when you're an adult. Um Lena Dunham, take notes. <gasps> Lena Dunham is the only person who ever has to apologize twice. She she really mm. is. And uh yeah, I've never really talked about Lena Dunham on this podcast because it's irrelevant, but um maybe one day I'll uh bring up the old podcast and where we had a Lena Dunham series because she is a hot mess. But anyway, so I definitely think that Maddie Healy did a good thing by saying that he recognizes what he said was wrong because he was wrong. And that's the point I want to make is you're allowed to make mistakes and you're allowed to be kind of ignorant in a sense. I mean, no, not really. Um, <laughs> that's a bad example. Um, you're allowed to make mistakes and you're allowed to be uh, misinformed. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, he knew what he just did was wrong. Think about what
1: you say before you say it. Uh, oh,
0: that's a great ex- <laughs> that's, a, that's a great <laughs> thing to, to say. <laughs> I don't know. This this train is just like <laughs> just like crashing. But that was the last thing I kind of wanted to touch on because you know it's also important that I I retweeted what he said and I was like oh this is a big old bunch of yikes but then he made an apology so I felt that I had to retweet that as well because you can't just damn somebody and be like. Oh, they suck. They said this. If they make an apology and it's sincere, then you also have to, you know, recognize that as well. You know, I could have just written him off and say, Oh, this band sucks. This guy sucks. He doesn't believe that women are sexualized and misogyny isn't real. But no, he made a sincere apology. So, you know what? I'm still not gonna listen to his band because it's not my genre of music that I listen to. But I do respect him for making that statement so definitely think about that the next time that you write somebody off unless they're being racist homophobic or transphobic because then that's a whole different thing (laughs) is it yeah what what i saw i saw a tweet today apparently white people uh the the straights are at it again and they're trying to revolutionize and make the what
1: (laughs) what do they want
0: oh so you haven't heard apparently it's now socially acceptable to say the word faggot Did
1: you see that?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Apparently the straights. You didn't see that? Anyway, I'm not going to bring it up then. I
1: don't care. (laughs)
0: Pat's tired.
1: fucking tired of everybody. (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, so we talked a lot about this. uh, We talked a lot about um, many things in this episode, but uh, basically the moral of it is Ariana Grande is a queen and we love her. And we love and support her in this house
1: yeah and also um explore explore yourself and explore (laughs) okay other people (laughs) with their consent i didn't i thought i was talking about music oh oh my god (laughs) it's been a
0: really long
1: week it
0: was a really long day yesterday Anyway,
1: everybody go spend some time looking into Poppy. Yes. If you have if you have um 4 or 5 days to kill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Most people do. So do it. <laughs> it's the winter. Um so before Pat and I sign off, um again, you're going to hear that Poppy song X. Um it's a really great song. I hope you guys are ready for it cuz it's a lot When Pat played it for me. I was like is yeah, happening you, you'll
1: never, nobody will ever be ready for it no
0: i'm still not ready for it and i've heard and that's it. That's the best part so um thank you guys again for um supporting this podcast and supporting me and um putting up with a lot of my shenanigans over the last almost two years this podcast has been a thing which is absolutely insane um it's been a wild ride it has been an emotionally exhausting ride it has been trying at times it's been crazy and um just thankful for people like pat thankful for christy and sal and molly and uh aaron weiss <laughs> who's a person that has been on this podcast before which is wild uh Kat hamilton who i interviewed um just thank you to anybody that's ever cared thank you to anybody that's ever like even thought about clicking the link, like even if you never even clicked it, but you thought about it or you like bookmarked it or you said, ah, I got to check that out. Um, that means the absolute world to me because, um, believing in yourself is probably one of the hardest things that you'll ever have to do. And, um, I still don't, but, uh, damn, you know, whenever somebody says something good about this podcast, I come really friggin' close. So, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <And>
4: next. <laughs> So before,
0: um, before Pat and I go, uh, I want you guys to know where you can find me. Um, Instagram is now fully, um, cleaned out. There's only, I went from 1200 posts to 47. Um, yeah, I just did. Um, I just did a clean out. Um, I really don't want to remember anything about the last over many years of my life. I just kind of want to move on, um, the posts that are up right now on my Instagram are uh, my c- accomplishments with the podcast and um, the things that matter most to me. And um, yeah, so um, Instagram is Sam Socks. I might change the name. I might not. But um, yeah, you guys can find me on there. I'm going to be posting a lot of stuff. Um, everything that I've been posting is really long and emotional. So um, yeah, get ready for that. <laughs> Um, so Sam is socks on instagram uh, facebook.com slash rebelhearts podcast where um, you can like the page but I haven't really done anything with it in a while I might do something in the new year but maybe we'll see um, the my Twitter is rebel hearts girl it's been a mess lately but um, you guys have stuck through it so thank you that's where most of my uh, shenanigans go down so if you want to see a lot of mess Sam uh, rebel hearts po- uh, rebel hearts girl is where it's at and then uh, the website is rebelheartspodcast.com where everything is on there. Um, I might start blogging in 2019. I don't know. I've been writing a lot. I don't know if I'm going to share it. But 2019, look out. might be new year, new me. And then uh, email me. I love emails. I check them, but I don't answer them because I'm the worst. But um, rebelheartspodcast at rebelheartspodcast.gmail.com if you guys need anything. Um, I promise I read everything. It's just I kind of reply in my head because, like I said, I'm the worst but you guys can email me suggestions music anything i check everything out so definitely email me i love emails (laughs) i think i think that's it i think that's all social media i don't know anyway pat has been the best co-host anybody could ask for i mean (sighs) thank you <laughs> he's not an official co-host because i do still do this on my own but um for all intents and purposes pat is a co-host on rebel hearts and i'm so thankful that he has the brain that he does and the ideas that he <sighs> does and i'm just thankful for um, you
1: being my friend <laughs> i'm thankful for you being my friend too oh, oh.
0: Thanks for being, like, one of my only friends. And please never leave me. All
1: right. <laughs> you know, I have to leave now. <laughs>
0: right? Literally after we stop recording this, because Pat has a real job, so he has to go to sleep. But, um, yeah, I mean... If you ever find a friend who's watched you cry in multiple Dunkin' Donuts parking lots and still decides to be your friend afterwards, hold on to them.
1: Oh, thank God there's multiple Dunkin' Donuts, right? I think I <laughs> think God God there's more than one.
0: <laughs> I think you've watched me cry in at least like four or five Dunkin' Donuts parking lots. Well,
1: what? Where else would you cry?
0: That's true. Literally anywhere else. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you find that special friend who watches you cry and just softly pats you on the back and says, they're there in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot multiple times throughout your friendship. Hold them close. Because that's a real friend.
1: <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for being here, sweetie.
1: You're welcome. All right. I'll see time.
0: you. I will see you guys at the front.
1: Here is Grimes. No, here's Poppy. Oh, fuck. <laughs>